Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Episode 34, Fighting for a Change. Hey Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. All right, so today we're talking about giving back to the community and doing something to change the world. Dan, it warms my heart when I talk to people who really work to make the world a better place. Yeah, I mean, you really feel as though you're insignificant, really, in comparison. It's it's really a big thing noticing when someone else goes above and beyond. They have their standard job, their nine to five, and they're still making time to help people in need. I hate to be cliche and everything, but not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, you know, like trying to give back to the community is something that's really, really needed. And today's guest, Shia Bargava, really goes into that, how she's helping out the local community right here in Washington, D.C. Are you ready to dive in and and talk to Shia? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey Chainers and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today we have Shreya Bargava with us. Shreya is a local neighbor to us here in Washington DC and has started an incredible cause to help the homeless community. It is a non-profit called District Mugs. District Mugs introduces entrepreneurship to the homeless and low-income individuals in DC by teaching homeless and low-income participants how to paint, market and sell coffee mugs. Their mission is to empower economically disadvantaged segments of our population by providing them with an opportunity to earn a small extra income and learning transferable skills. Welcome, Shreya. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. So before we dive into the interview, tell us a little bit about yourself. I grew up in India in an upper middle class family, but many people around me were always struggling to make ends meet. And uh, this income inequality always just gave me a very deep sense of discomfort, which is why I decided to study economics at Brown University. And after graduating from Brown, I moved to DC to work for an economic consulting company. But for my personal fulfillment, I started volunteering at a homeless shelter last year. At the shelter, I heard the stories of so many homeless people, and I was just compelled to do something that could enrich their lives, you know, something that could make an impact on their lives and eventually help them out of homelessness. So a year ago, I started District Mugs, which is a nonprofit that introduces entrepreneurship to the homeless in D.C. by teaching them how to run a business of painting, marketing and selling coffee mugs. I have been able to help almost 20 homeless men and women to date, and it continues to be an incredibly rewarding journey where I've collaborated with other nonprofits involved, a fiscal sponsor, 
Brown Alumni and Faculty Network and become an entrepreneur myself. Fantastic. So for our listeners that don't know, let's talk about the difference between a non-profit business and a regular business. What makes an organization a non-profit has uh, to do with the purpose, ownership and public support. Um, so first, the mission is is what really separates a non-profit and a for-profit. So if the mission focuses on activities that benefit society and um, the mission is not to make profits, that would make an organization a nonprofit. Second is public ownership, where no one person owns share of the corporation or interest in its property. That would be another criteria to call an organization a nonprofit. And the third is that the income must never be distributed to any owners, but is recycled back into the nonprofit corporation's public benefit mission and activity. So these are the three elements that differentiate nonprofits from regular businesses. And for-profit businesses usually seek to generate income for their founders and employees and profits generated by sales of products or services um, are usually shared with the owners, employees and shareholders or retained back into the business as investment. Fantastic. So let's talk about District Mugs a little bit. Where did the idea come from? So as I mentioned before, when I started volunteering at the homeless shelter in Arlington, Virginia, I had a chance to talk and listen to stories of many homeless individuals. And uh, it was there that I I realized that there was a significant gap between the services that the homeless shelters currently are providing. So a lot of these shelters offer workshops like painting, art classes, knitting, sewing. And then on the other hand, they offer resume writing workshops. And I, when I participated in the resume writing workshops, I felt that much that these participants could really write in terms of trying to make a good impression to potential employers. And there was a significant gap of skills that their other workshops were providing and what employees were looking for. So I wanted to do something that could you know, be a fun workshop, but at the same time provide skills or transferable skills that businesses can use to employ these individuals, which is why I decided to start District Mugs. And the goal of District Mugs is not just to sell mugs, but it is mostly to teach entrepreneurship and basic business concepts to our participants. And uh, Coffee Mugs is really a byproduct and it's just one way in which we're trying to really, um, you know, teach our participants the concepts of business. And uh, it's a very experiential learning process that we're trying to implement. Fantastic. I absolutely love the focus on education. One of my favorite quotes is, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. If you teach a man to fish, he'll feed himself. And that's really what you're doing over there at District Mugs. So let's talk about some of the main obstacles that stand between you and your mission. And how do you plan to overcome them? So there are, I would say there's mostly two major constraints uh, at District Mugs. The first is time. District Mugs is possible only and only because of the efforts of all of our passionate volunteers. There are people who really believe in the mission of District Mugs and work very hard to make things happen for District Mugs. The second is 
the homeless participants that we work with are very transient in nature and uh, very difficult to keep track of. We have to keep incentivizing them to come back to our workshops every week. We are constantly trying to figure out how to incentivize them. And uh, you know, recently we've been doing some fundraising in order to decrease the gap um, in the time the mugs are painted and the mugs are sold because usually we just pay our participants when their mugs get sold. So, you know, this is one way that we're trying to, you know, incentivize them to come to class every week and eventually reach a, a time in which, you know, we can pay them instantly for their coffee mugs. And in regards to the time constraint, I think we are just trying to do some more fundraising now to be able to actually hire uh, full-time professionals in order to work at District Mugs. Fantastic. And what would you say is one of the long-term goals that you have for District Mugs? First is that we want to have our participants be able to successfully run their small businesses. So in the one and a half years that we've been operating for now, Two of our participants are running their stores on Etsy. One of our participants sells her mugs at uh, the Eastern Market. And so our goal is to really help individuals, um, you know, develop some knowledge about businesses so that they can successfully start their own small businesses. And second, you know, for those individuals who cannot start their businesses, we want to be able to scale up our production and sales in such a way that we can actually provide them a full, full-time full income as opposed to a small income that we provide now. And that income can you know, allow them to get off the streets. Awesome. So how would you say that the company's changed over time? I know you said you've been up running for a year and a half, but I imagine that it's changed quite a bit since those early days. Yes, it's changed a lot when... Um, in August 2016, when I wanted to start District Mugs, the idea was just to paint coffee mugs and sell them at Eastern Market. And uh, that was the extent of the idea. But, uh, you know, District Mugs officially never sold at Eastern Market, but the idea has constantly evolved so much. And now our mission is, is not coffee mugs, but our mission is to teach entrepreneurship. And uh, the mug production has become again, a side product, as I mentioned before, um, we've, in the last one and a half year, we've been, we've done so many pop-up sales in which we've just walked into stores and set up our table for the weekend and people walking into the store can just get our mugs, um, by giving a suggested donation of, uh, usually $10. So, We've been very lucky that the DC community has been very supportive in terms of providing us a lot of resources. We heavily rely on people's goodwills. We have uh, been lucky to never have to pay for a, a space to sell our mugs, or uh, we've been lucky that we have volunteers who will drive our participants and our supplies to sales locations. So, you know, we've been able to also utilize the concept of frugal innovation, which is a way in which you produce goods or services by using as little resources or incurring as little cost as possible. So, you know, that's another thing that has become a main focus of District Mugs over time. 
Fantastic. I absolutely love the initiative. So where does most of your funding currently come from? So in our one and a half year, and as I mentioned, we've, you know, really tried to work the frugal innovation concept into district marks. We didn't have a lot of funding. We, When I started District Mugs, I had $800 donated to me by a corporate organization in DC. And, um, you know, we were really using that and as well as some percentage of the mug sales revenue coming in right. to fund ourselves. But uh, over the last few months, we've been actively participating in um, getting grants and uh, fundraising through Sip and Paint events for corporate organizations and large groups of people. And uh, we recently won the Beacon DC grant, which gave us uh, some funding to promote our cause on uh, on social media. Congratulations, that's awesome. So what percentage of your budgets currently comes from private donations? And what do private donations help you do that other sources of funding don't currently cover? So 80% of our budget has come from uh, grants from corporate organizations and uh, organizations um, such as Beacon DC, which promote the efforts of women entrepreneurs in DC. I would say only 20% of our donations come from uh, private donations. These are donations that come in on our website or our funds that people donate to us at our, um, in addition to the the revenue from the mug sales, um, any extra dollars that come in go into our donation boxes um, with uh, any additional donation that we get it really incentivizes us and helps us to take on more initiatives like recently since we received uh, you know a big amount of donation from a lump sum amount of donation uh, through a private individual we decided to use uh, some part of that money to start opening bank accounts for uh, some of our participants because not having a bank account severely restricts them from selling online. And so we wanted to raise the $25 minimum balance that is required to open bank accounts at most banks in DC. That's awesome. So do you meet at the same location every month or how does it work? So currently our workshops happen at Thrive DC, which is in Columbia Heights uh, here in DC. And uh, we meet every Thursday there for uh, two hours. We, the first hour is just uh, painting coffee mugs. We have professional art teachers who teach our participants how to paint the coffee mugs and make sure that the mugs look good enough for people to purchase and use. The second hour is dedicated to the business workshop. So every week we have a set curriculum and we have professionals as well as business owners who come in to teach that part of our workshop. At Thrive DC, we also have participants from uh, Phase 2 Academy, which is an organization that works with uh, individuals with uh, Down syndrome and autism. We also have individuals from uh, Sasha Bruce Youth Work, which is an organization that works with uh, youth as well as single mothers. And uh, we're still working on, you know, getting more locations and hopefully in about two months, we expect to start at two more locations in DC. Fantastic. So if I wanted to get to know the organization a bit better, what are some of the best ways to learn more? Are you accepting any new employees or volunteers or how should we get in touch with you? First, I would say check out our website. Um, it's 
www.districtmugs.org. Um, we have a lot of information about District Mugs uh, on the website. Additionally, we also have uh, a very great Instagram and Facebook page. We put up a lot of pictures. Um, we put up uh, pictures of our participants on there. Um, and any update that we have is usually posted on our me social media pages. People can reach out to us at uh, info at districtmugs.org. I repeat, info at districtmugs.org or reach out to us through our website and uh, they can find information about our pop-up sales or other events as well on the website. Awesome. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, are you looking for some epic money resources to help spice up your life and really save a dime or two? Head over to chainofwealth.com slash money tips. Katie's written an epic post that has a huge amount of tips and tricks that you can use to save money in everyday life. I would have to say that number 15 is my favorite, but go check it out to figure out which one is yours. That's chainofwealth.com slash money tips. So Shia, why do you think that people fail at achieving their dreams? When people want to do something, it always takes a lot of persistence and determination and just not being, not giving up. So I think, uh, you know, a lot of times I think people fail for just because of their lack of persistence and just have not having the spirit of not taking no for an answer. Second, I think uh, sometimes people are not as organized or disciplined about their work habits or just generally other life habits. So I think, um, you know, in order to achieve your dreams, it is really, really important to be organized and disciplined towards your goal. I love that. Do you have any other books or podcasts you could recommend for our listeners? Definitely. I'm a big fan of TED Talks. And uh, so two TED Talks that I would recommend are, uh, the first is by Simon Sinek, who his TED Talk is called How Great Leaders Inspire Action and uh, Why Good Leaders Make You Feel Safe. Um, these are TED Talks that I often listen to just for inspiration. Um, another TED Talk that I'm a big fan of is by Navi Rajo, who talks about creative problem solving in the face of extreme limits. And um, it's about the concept of uh, frugal innovation. Some other books that I would recommend are uh, Pivot by Jenny Blake. And uh, Pivot is an actionable guide to the sort of fitness required to survive at a, as a startup. The, additionally, one last book that I would recommend is The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. The Lean Startup provides a scientific approach to creating and managing startups and get a desired uh, product to customers hands faster and it's definitely something that i follow with district mugs awesome so what's some of the best advice that someone's ever given you the best advice uh, that someone has given me is uh, being confident in my own abilities it seems very simplistic and uh, you know it's it's an advice that you would that m many people would give you but for me personally when i came to college here in the us um, it was a very nerve-wracking experience for me. I'd never visited the U.S. before. I'd never lived away from home. And uh, so 
you know, and I grew up in a culture where I was always taught to fit in. And so I think I wasn't very confident about myself. I always found myself feeling lucky when I was given an opportunity, no matter how hard I'd worked for it. But in junior year, I met a friend and, uh, you know, she's, she's still date my best friend. And she just really made me believe in myself and my ability to do whatever I set my mind to. So, you know, district marks would have not been possible if I doubted my ability to do it. I have a full-time job as a consultant, and I think I would never be able to finish anything at my job if I wasn't con- confident about my skills. Confidence is so important. So, Shio, you've actually rocked the interview. Just one last question before we say goodbye. What is a quote that you try and live by? So there's not one quote that I live by. I have a huge wall in my bedroom, which is filled with just... Uh, pictures of quotes and I look at that every morning but if I have to name one quote it'll be strive not to be a success but rather to be of value by Einstein. I absolutely love that. Chainers we've been hanging out with Shriya Bhargava from District Mugs. Head over to the website districtmugs.org to find out more information and really get involved with your local community. It makes such a big difference at the end of the day. Chainers, we put together an awesome show notes page for each and every episode. Head over to chainofwealth.com slash podcast. There you'll be able to check out all the information we discussed in every single show. There's a huge amount of links to everything that was discussed and you can get around really easily and quickly. That's chainofwealth.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. And if you didn't, keep those nasty thoughts to yourself. Catch you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.